Hi, this is Scott McCain, and welcome to the next in our series of on-demand radio broadcasts entitled Create Distinction in Sales and Customer Service. I'm really happy that you joined us, and thanks again for listening. If you're new to these on-demand radio programs, you might be from a large company seeking a competitive advantage in in the marketplace where there's intense competition. You might be an entrepreneur trying to stand out and move up and grow your business. Well, either way, thank you for being here, regardless of the size of the organization that you work for or that you are engaged with or that you manage. We're going to be providing some ideas that can be of of great use for you. This isn't about theory. It's about concepts that you can apply, that you can start using right away to make a difference in your business, regardless of the size. I've really been blown away by the response to the last podcast. I received so many messages and the intensity of the messages and the engagement of the messages has just been really amazing. The point of the last broadcast started out to be on the USP, the unique selling proposition. What do you bring to the marketplace in terms of sales that a customer might find different and compelling and unique from that of your competition? But a point that I made during that broadcast is what's really stimulated so much discussion, and that is just this line that I I wrote and that I use so much in my presentations, and that is, from the customer's perspective, the way you sell is perceived to be the way that you serve. The way that you sell the customer is the way the customer will perceive that he or she will be served. Therefore, service is not the first step of the next sale, as we've been taught in sales training classes for years and years and years. Instead, service is the first step of the first sale. It's integral. It's woven into the fabric of what you and your organization does. As companies, as businesses, we've tended to totally invert that process. Instead of thinking of it as a continuum for the customer, we separate the process of sales and service. Think of your car dealership, for example. You go into the car dealership, and you're met by the sales professional. When the sales process has been completed and the transaction finalized, then the salesperson tends to take you back to the service department. And there they introduce you to your service manager or the person that will be in charge of servicing this this big investment that you've just made. Part of what I find so fascinating about that is that the car dealership thinks of the service department being back there where they fix the cars and the sales department being up there in the showroom where they show you the cars and never thinks about the customer's perspective that it's all part of the same process. I mean, I'm buying a car, and if you sell me properly and serve me properly, not only am I going to repeat my business, I'm going to refer you to my friends. So the way that you get repeat and referral is not just because, hey, I got a good deal from the salesman, or it's not just because, hey, they take care of me at service. It's woven into the fabric together. In some of the high-tech companies that I, I work with, they even have three steps along the way. They've got the sales process, and then comes installation, and the installer comes in, who many times has not been educated and trained in terms of how to create a great customer experience. And then you have the support desk and the service people afterwards. And so there's three divisions in many high-tech organizations. And it's just astounding to me how many times we fail to view this as part of the same process. Now, I know Apple has been overused as an example, but I had another occasion to discover how Apple puts these all together 
for the customer's satisfaction. And it came because they refused to sell me something. That's right. I had signed up for an iPhone as a business customer at, at Apple. And you may have seen the video that I did about Josh here in Las Vegas that works at the Apple store. And I've stayed in touch with Josh and with business customers. They let you sign up and, and they help you get the phone that you're wanting as a loyal business customer to Apple. So I had signed up for the, the iPhone that I wanted. But to save a few bucks, I went for the 32 gig iPhone of the new iPhone 5S's. So I get a call from Josh, and he said, Scott, the iPhone just came in. If you can be here by noon, I can hang on to it. But if you can't be here by noon, it's okay, but I have to put it back in stock, and I'll let you know the next time that one comes in. Well, I jump in the car, and I get down to the Apple store, and Josh is there, and I'm going to trade in, as Apple is now allowing you to do, you can trade in your iPhone 5 for the iPhone 5S. You can even trade in the iPhone 4s and all that good stuff. So I got, I got the iPhone 5, and I'm going to trade it in to make it very economical for me to get the 5S. And as Josh takes my iPhone, he says, Scott, you've got a 64-gig iPhone currently. And look here, you're you're using 52-gig of the 64-gig of your iPhone. You've got presentations on here as a backup. I said, yeah, I'm always afraid, you know, what if someone stole my briefcase and I get to the speech and I don't have my computer? How do You know, I've got the file here on the phone. He said, Scott, I'm not going to sell you a 32 gig iPhone. I said, but I want the new iPhone, Josh. I mean, I want the fingerprint sensor and I want the faster chip and all the cool stuff. He said, Scott, you're going to have to wait on a 64. I am not going to be the one responsible for every time that you pull out the iPhone, you're out of memory to do the things that you've already been doing and that you become accustomed to doing that you're not going to be able to do on this new phone. The new phone shouldn't cause you problems. I'm not going to sell it to you. I, I'm not going to be the one to cause you to be disappointed. Wow. My sales professional served me in such an amazing way. Because as I left the store, yeah, I was a little disappointed that I didn't get the new iPhone. But at the same time, every time since then I pulled the phone out of my pocket, it struck me what he said. I don't want to be responsible for you ever being disappointed. Sometimes in sales, the greatest thing that we can do is serve because sales and service are linked together from the customer's perspective. So here's my question for you. How do you coordinate the experience to make it seamless in your organization? What are you doing to make certain that you sales professionals know that service is a part of their job and that your service professionals know that the way they do their job determines future sales. If you want to create distinction in today's hyper-competitive marketplace, the way you do it is to know that the way you sell will be the way that you serve from the customer's point of view. This is Scott McCain. We'll have more in our on-demand radio series coming soon to help you create distinction in sales and customer service. Thanks for listening.